Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. It's a little bit different. It's not really a legal show, but, you know, lawyers also have to try to persuade people, especially juries, trial lawyers like I've been. You have to try to persuade people. And this is a attempt by me to persuade people to try to open their eyes from yet another angle using the anniversary of September 11th to try to expose people to the fact that the lies you're told about the founding of this country are just as ridiculous and absurd as those from September 11th. And for people who don't know me, I am a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And the truth is that I was a constitutional conservative for years and years and years and years and believed it all and used to promote it and the beauty and the genius and the founders and all this stupid crap. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. And in fairly short order, I started figuring out that that whole thing was a scam, a complete con, a grift to keep me on a tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner. And I don't need constitutional conservatives anymore. I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for the incredible work I've done on this podcast, telling people the truth. And I recently awarded myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom Award for the work I did on the Jones Plantation, that fantastic acting and uh, screenwriting that I assisted with. I just really thought I earned it. And so that's the highest award that any civilian can give themselves. And I've done that for myself. And I love having fake awards and accolades because it really points out the absurdity of all the credentialing and fakery out in officialdom. So I like to mock it, make fun of it. All right, enough of that. Let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to make a show today, maybe a little bit different kind of show, just a way to hope to try to get through to some people about the insanity that we actually live in as opposed to the fantasy world that people believe we live in. And it's the September 11th anniversary today. And I was on the the Twitterer a little bit, and I'm just seeing all the same kinds of people uh, everywhere repeating the same kind of lies about the officialdom of what happened on September 11th. And people who still haven't figured out that September 11th is a massive lie as far as the way it went down are so far gone, I'm not sure they're really reachable. We're talking about more than 20 years of just endless evidence, inconsistencies, etc., that are out there, and yet people do still believe it. And the reason I wanted to use it as kind of a I don't know, a jumping off point, a simple way to explain to people that the founding of this country, the history you're given about this country, it's just a gigantic pack of lies. It's as big a pack of lies as September 11th. And if you live through September 11th, which anyone listening to this will have lived through it, then you know that they recreate this fairy tale around the event, even though the people who live through the event have very clear other memories. But if you go look outside of sort of obscure sites for actual information about the problem with the official 911 narrative, you're not going to see anything 
if you just pick up regular material, any kind of movie, book, magazine, official government statement, academic works, it's all the same. They all toe the line. They all toe the line of the big lie about the 19 terrorists with the box cutters. And they brought down the three buildings with two planes and the steel was melted by the jet fuel and it collapsed in its own footprint, even though there's really no rubble down there. There's not a hundred stacked floors like a pancake at the bottom. There's endless other things that prove that the story we're given is just a complete and total lie. But my point is that even something that recent and that big a deal that changed so many things about the country, we still got TSA crap as a result of that. And when's the last time you heard about any terror? <laughs> I don't get it. There's as little terror now as there was prior to the time we had these ridiculous restrictions with regards to flying and IDs and passports and all this other crap. Pre-September 11th, when you could just go out into the airport, watch all TV shows, you'll see. They could meet them at the gate. This is the way it was. And now... Everything's different. Why? Because of this September 11th terror narrative. How many people have died as a result of fighting terror, as a result of this and remembering back? And they all toe the line, even though there's literally no truth to it. There is endless evidence that what they've told us is not true. Just like there was endless evidence about the fact that COVID was not what they were telling us. <laughs> it's just exactly the same. Think about the reputations of these different people. Bush, Gore, Clinton. What do you think the official records are going to say about these people? What about Joe Biden? What do you think they're going to say about him? Are they going to say he was a dementia-ridden liar? No, they're going to hold him up as a man. They tell us right now that the economy has bounced back. That's what they run on. I've run endless Shows proving that these people just lie whenever they want to. So think about the reputation for Bill Barr, for Joe Biden, for anybody in his staff, for all these governmental entities. Just think about what they tell us. Build back better. Hillary Clinton, she ran for president, the first woman to run for president in a major party. Barack Obama. <laughs> think about it. Think of the story they're going to tell us, just like the stories they told us about Reagan and Bush, stories they told us about Clinton, the stories they told us about Gerald Ford. I've done that show. I went through 60 years of it. All those people are jokers. But the stories about each one are just complete fabrications, just like they fabricated the COVID, just like they fabricate this nonsense about Ukraine. Every single narrative you live through you can see it's just complete and total lies, right? They tell you that Russia is our enemy. They don't give us any reason. It's no basis. Oh, they invaded this, they invaded that. What about all the shit we invade? Bomb all the time. My point being that you're living through at all times, every narrative upside down, that inflation is under control. This is what they're telling us. They're telling us inflation is under control. They're telling us that COVID is a risk again, that the variants are coming, that you need to start masking up again, that the shots are safe and effective. They can't even be honest about the food pyramid. 
<laughs> I can't even be honest about that. They have this trans agenda being shoved into all the schools, telling us there's these dozens and dozens and dozens of genders. They have public school teachers who are affirming these kids who want to identify as cats and dogs and these animals and <laughs> in their classes. They have out in California kids going through these sort of gender changes and not even informing the parents. And then turning around and telling us this is all reasonable. They are building these 15-minute cities all around us. And they tell us it's because there's some kind of climate crisis. But they don't tell us anything about the spraying. See, it's all lies at all times like that. But somehow, for some reason, no matter how many of these events you can live through and see, that what the official narrative is, is a complete and total lie. People somehow believe that the fairy tale about our founding is true. That these men were freedom fighters, these incredibly wealthy men, most of whom ultimately ended up owning a ton of the government securities. In other words, these worthless continentals and these bonds they bought. And that's why you can make sure that they're going to get paid off. These are the richest men around. They all supported this scam. And there's all sorts of theories around it. It's clear that tons of them, in fact, were Masons. Certainly George Washington was. You can go and see the giant statue on his tomb. He's wearing it. He's proudly a Mason. There's all sorts of people who have done all sorts of research and dug it all up and shown people that it's just as big a lie. They were a bunch of these Masonic things going on. And when you look at something like September 11th with the 19 hijackers hitting two buildings and the uh, pilots for 911 Truth proving that it's totally and completely impossible for them to have ever flown the planes in the manner that we're told. And then we're told that a plane hit the Pentagon, which is obvious it's not the case. There's no plane wreckage. The original hole was just a hole from a missile. It just so happened to hit the one area that destroyed all the records on the investigation and all the backup records in the investigation were being held in World Trade Center Tower number seven. That wasn't even hit, but then which collapsed at free fall speed. These absurd, ridiculous things are ignored in the historical record and nobody who just learns about or reads about the history of 911 and September 11th is ever going to come across them. They're going to come across the official narrative. That's what they're going to come across. And that's what I'm telling you about the founding, the people who were involved with it. They were rich people who wrote a phony baloney constitution in complete and total secrecy. They posted guards at the door in Philadelphia. <laughs> And they tell you it's so that they could work, you know, quickly and efficiently. Bullshit. This was a typical conspiracy. But you try to tell people that and they can't believe it. See, they can't believe that. And I did some investigating with regards to the actual war itself, which, of course, war is constantly and totally clouded over and obfuscated endlessly, like the attack on Pearl Harbor being purported to be this big surprise attack, even though actually it wasn't a surprise at all. See, it wasn't a surprise at all. They knew it was coming. They provoked it. <laughs> they provoked it. Just like the September 11th crap. It wasn't a surprise. They orchestrate these things in order to create situations they want. I've shown again and again what went on with the Civil War. 
But look at the Revolutionary War. All these different battles, all these weird events occurring, tons and tons of these weather anomalies, fog, dense fog that happens to roll in at perfect times, nightfall, all these things they're able to pull off, accidental, coincidental problems with message delivery, mistakes, delays, all these things that just so happen to occur over and over again. And for people who don't understand the way the world works, they look at that stuff and they just believe the narrative. But the point is that it's so difficult for people to accept that there is a gigantic set of secret societies out there operating things, and they have been operating things for a very long time. And in fact, evidence comes out about them all the time. All the time. The 50 plus individuals in intelligence and law enforcement at the federal level who signed that document saying the Hunter Biden laptop was a hoax and wasn't true, they were all in on it. See, they're all in on it. And yet it's passed off and nothing happens to them. And I guarantee you as history unfolds in another 10 years or 15 years, all of this stuff will be only covered up just like COVID. It's <laughs> just like Tony Fauci, just like any of them pick anything, Benghazi, pick the Federal Reserve, pick anything you want. I tell people all the time, pick any event you want, any narrative you want, and go look into it. You'll find out it's just complete and utter crap. What you're told is crap. But somehow, so many people who can see that and accept that COVID was a lie and that Biden has not got inflation under control and that the election was obviously stolen and that nothing happens to these people and the fairy tale about Donald Trump somehow creating an insurrection and these J6 people who tried to violently overthrow the election. It's all this crap. People can live through all of these things. These absurd lies about Ukraine. It's just absurd, <laughs> laughable. They can see that. But then you try to tell them that that same level of lie is present for the so-called founding of the country. All the reputations of these august men who are simply fighting for freedom and liberty and individual this and that. You tell them that's just as much of a crock. That their biographies are just as massaged and concocted. And they won't believe it. Somehow they think that Things become more credible the further back you go, which is the exact opposite. How many ways do they have to be told? How many times has it been said that history is just a lie agreed upon? I don't know. How many times? How many times do you have to see other countries lying to their people because it benefits our government to expose their lies? And yet they think that somehow our government's different. <laughs> The FBI, the CIA, Forrestal being tossed out a window, Patton being so-called killed in a car accident. These people speak truth and then stuff happens to them. And then it's covered up. It's just like September 11th. People refuse to be able to acknowledge and accept that the history they're given about this country is a lie. It was never founded in any form or fashion to try to provide freedom for individual people. The Articles of Confederation worked. That's the problem. That's why they had to go. 
There could never be a consolidation of power under those articles. And that's what the people chose after the Revolutionary War. How big a lie is it that, and this is a lie I was told when I was growing up, that George Washington was so popular as a president that if he'd wanted to, he could have been an emperor. He could have been king. The people were so, so happy with him. How many times you heard that? That is utter nonsense. They chose the most decentralized version of government there is, those Articles of Confederation. But we're supposed to believe that they would have accepted George Washington as a king? Please. The richest man in the colonies. Huge amounts of the federal securities. Huge amounts of land. Imagine these super rich people that are public today. Bezos, Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Larry Fink. Imagine these guys going into a room, closed doors for weeks and coming out with a document that they tell you is a document that's going to create a new government that's going to be for freedom and liberty. Nobody would believe that, see? Nobody would believe that. But you put them in these powdered wigs, you put it 240 years ago, you fill them with heads with incredible amounts of propaganda, and you have a multi-billion dollar industry running for decades and decades and decades called constitutional conservatism, and the people do believe it about those people. They do believe it. Do people not even know what Shays' Rebellion was? Do people not know what the Whiskey Rebellion was? They don't. They don't understand. The people rose up. They were sick and tired of the way the government was treating them. They were getting treated worse under the government than they were under the king. They were certainly paying way higher taxes. That was one of the major complaints. You've got to pay all the bills. And when the people wanted to leave in a civil war, they weren't allowed to. And they build up this absurd story around Lincoln. Anybody who investigates Lincoln will find out the man was such an incredible tyrant, certainly the worst tyrant we've ever had, a horrible war criminal. Yet we have monuments to him, coins, bills. Everybody learns about him, freeing the slaves. Those stories are fabrications, just like they are about Teddy Roosevelt charging up San Juan Hill. It's a complete and total fabrication. The same kind of fabrication as the September 11th story is about the terrorists. It's the same kind, the same kind of fabrication as they make about COVID. The same kind, see? It's identical. The idea that the economy is doing well and that Joe Biden has brought it back, that's a complete lie. The idea that Hillary Clinton was loved and actually won and Trump cheated, that's a complete lie. The idea that Donald Trump is some kind of threat to the United States security, violated all these made-up laws. <laughs> he's a lot of things, but he's not that. You can know whatever they're playing in the news, whatever they're teaching in the history books, whatever the academics are being funded to find is lies. See, it's lies. But the Constitution is such a religious, cultish belief. It's really mind-bending to me the way the people just cannot hear anything about Madison, and Franklin, Washington. <laughs> they can't hear it. No matter the fact that the Anti-Federalists were huge, true patriots. Patrick Henry, he basically came right out and said this is a conspiracy of these people, of this moneyed power trying to take over. He smelled a rat in Philadelphia. He's spoken many different times about it. 
but he's just pushed aside, just pushed aside. We're told about Madison, brilliance of Madison, Hamilton, all the stuff. All you ever hear about is the Federalist Papers. You see what I'm saying? They're right there. The truth is there for people who want to go see it, but people don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. And I don't see how we can possibly get past this when the evidence is so clear, so open, so obvious, and still the people deny it, refuse to look into it. And every single year, September 11th rolls around, I'm reminded of it because I see all these people in media, academia, politics, government of every sort, they're all out there pushing the same official lies. The same official lies that everybody who looks into it can see his absolute nonsense. And yet they have no problem doing it. Nobody calls them out. India just fake landed on the moon. I think that's just completely gone off the pages now. It popped up. They show these preposterous video of it. It's obviously completely a joke. People act like it's all real. And then they just move on. And then they just move on. No matter how many scandals you live through and see the lies that are running the news every single day. I've told you about the brass check written by Upton Sinclair. He wrote it 100 years ago, talked about how corrupt the media was. The media has always been corrupt. <laughs> Historians are always corrupt. They're paid by the people in power to tell you lies. They create a fairy tale around the founding of our country. It's no different than the fairy tales you can see created in other countries around Lenin and the People's Revolution. And it's all propped up and Stalin and this. It's fantasies. People can see it and laugh about it in other countries, but they can't see it in themselves. It's the old, why don't you remove the log from your own eye instead of talking about the splinter in somebody else's? This is the reality of human beings. This is the problem I have. <laughs> this is the problem I have, that we are living among a group of people that are so brainwashed, so far gone, and so unreachable that they're really, really dangerous at this point. And I remember when the internet first became popular and it was clear that you could just research and find stuff out, which is what I did. And I remember watching early on all sorts of fake shit being put into the record. But it was really early and I could see, wow, this thing's just been put in there. This is obviously garbage. And I warned people, look, in 10 years, this stuff's going to look legitimate. And now it's been 20, 25 years. This stuff looks super legitimate because the fakery that they put in, right? All that fakery. That's now been cited multiple times and appears incredibly legitimate. Like it's an older piece, but it's just fake. Now I had 240 years of uh, aging to the documents and the lies. And that's what you get. All this selective memory that then becomes official fairy tale. This is what happens. See, this is what happens. And anybody can go research this stuff and you'll see. All the oddities in the stories about the so-called battles in the Revolutionary War. They're all very strange. There's just endless amounts of strangeness. And people, well, why would they make it up? Well, you have to understand that there are people who operate these secret societies, certainly Jesuits, Masons, uh, all sorts of different Ferengi groups, and they undermine all sorts of governments. For all we know, they were undermining the king. There's no way to know. It's the same exact way it's going on in World War II. 
Vietnam. Go down the list. You're never going to get an honest story. You're never going to get an honest history, ever, because the victor writes the history. And just think about your own life. If someone tried to write a history of your own life, just your own life, and you have personal knowledge of all the events, how are you going to pick and choose what to say? And you're still only coming at it from your own perspective. Now expand that out to a history of your family. You think you could get agreement about writing a history of your family, a real history of your family? Of course not. It never could happen. How about if you want to try to get one of your friends and family? You think you could get that, a real history people would agree on? No, you're never going to get one. Everybody wants to be portrayed in these ways that aren't accurate. They aren't true. You're never going to get a truthful telling of what went on to the extent there even is such a thing. Everything is colored by perspective. And the problem is that when you have intentional liars who are intentionally setting systems up to screw you in order to maintain their own power system, um, why in the world would they ever tell you the truth? They laugh at you. See, they laugh at the people. There's no other way to describe it. If you listen to constitutional conservatives on the anniversary of September 11th, you will see that not one single one of them is on your side. Sure, some of them talk about questioning the narrative and they simply distract you and throw you into another distraction of whether Saudi Arabia was involved. <laughs> They'll never tell you the truth. They'll never raise the real issues. It doesn't matter what the ultimate truth is with regards to September 11th. It doesn't matter because we're never going to find it out. The only thing that matters about that story and the only thing that ever matters about any of these stories that are official is that you can know that it's a lie. You can know that it's a lie. And you can know that the officialdom is supporting the lie and covering up the truth. So you can know that officialdom ultimately is responsible. People buried inside officialdom are the ones who are driving the lie and the cover-up. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? <laughs> well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. And the only thing that ever matters about any of these stories that are official is that you can know that it's a lie. You can know that it's a lie. And you can know that the officialdom is supporting the lie and covering up the truth. So you can know that officialdom ultimately is responsible. People buried inside officialdom are the ones who are driving the lie and the cover-up. Otherwise, the situation wouldn't exist as it does. Just like with the January 6th people. We all know what happened. We all watched it. I laughed my ass off that day, made a show the next day about what an absurd, ridiculous load of crap it was. But if you listen to the way they were narrating it by the news guys, 
horrible, incredible, we should never see this kind of thing, already setting the tone, setting the tone with these lies. Then you see the January 6th investigation by Congress. What do you see? You see them selectively pulling stuff out, pulling people up. They're lying about it. Nothing happens to them. The people are mysteriously committing suicide in the Capitol Police that are questioning and speaking up. Always the same. And then it gets covered up, just like this latest Obama crap where Tucker interviewed that guy. That stuff was all out. Old news. The guy was well known in Chicago as visiting bathhouse. Bathhouse Barry, that's how he was known. The guy that died, got murdered basically around Christmas. It was so close to his campaign. It was all covered up. All this shit's always covered up and then the story rattles on. And that's how you can know. We don't have to know exactly what happened on September 11th because we're never going to know exactly what happened. We don't need to know what happened. Because we can know what didn't happen, and that is the official story. And we can know that officialdom is covering it up. And we can know that if you break ranks with officialdom, that you get crushed. So you can know that they're responsible. Otherwise, there's no reason to cover it up. The truth doesn't fear any kind of investigation if you're not in any way responsible. And this is the same exact situation with the founders, this is the same exact situation with the Civil War. The documents that founded this country have nothing to do with each other. The Declaration of Independence has nothing to do with the Constitution. I hear it all the time. People think that the words in the Declaration about rising up against a tyrannical government are actually in the Constitution. They don't understand those things have nothing to do with each other. They don't understand that the Articles of Confederation are absolutely nothing like the Constitution. They are totally decentralized. There's no way for any centralized power to grow up with those articles. And in fact, the anti-federalists knew it. And they spoke about it. And it's completely covered up and no one learns about it. <laughs> and the fantasies about the men who founded this country are as big a lies as the idea that Jeff Bezos just happened to open up this online retail book selling thing and it grew into Amazon. That's not true. That's a lie. Just like Elon Musk and all of his phony baloney businesses. We're supposed to believe that story. We're supposed to believe the Zuckerberg story. Everybody who looks into it knows. Facebook was given LifeLog. They closed it down on the same day that they transferred it over to him. <laughs> These are all ops. These are all dark agencies. These people are chosen to succeed. And if you believe the stories about Andrew Carnegie and J.P. Morgan and all these other people from the so-called past, uh, if you believe their histories, then you're just as naive. Why would their histories be any more credible than the history of Barack Obama, whose chef just died, found naked, so-called paddleboarding. <laughs> and we and we don't even get any information about it. It's all covered up. And they just keep running the same thing. You got Michelle Obama. There's no pictures of her pregnant. And yet there's absolutely no way you can talk about it. And yet it just runs on. You think you couldn't even talk about his lack of his birth certificate that wasn't obviously altered? Look at the story. The guy becomes president for two terms. We're told he's a great uniter. These are the stories they build up around people. Reagan almost saved us. He ran us into a phenomenal amount of debt, turned the entire military-industrial complex into an engine. 
It had been crushed down as a result of Vietnam. So they brought Reagan in and he brought the whole thing back, resurrected. Look around, you live in a police state. They got the people worshiping the very people who enslaved them. (laughs) It's just so crazy. You can see it happening every single day, the lies. Look at what went on in Maui. Now the people are being arrested and prevented from going back to their own homes as they put black out fencing around the area and the United States military's in there. What's going on? Nothing can be discussed. They spray you every single day, all day and night. No one on any side talks about it. They get everybody dragged off into this absurdity to be at whether or not man-made climate change. And then they tell you that this false data. But no one on any side of it ever talks about the spraying. What is going on with the spraying? How can you ever do any kind of legitimate climate research or analysis without taking the spraying into account? So you can see right in front of you, I could go through list after list of lies that go on right in front of you. And yet somehow the people still go back and you talk about the founders as though they were this fairy tale group of people. It's so, so crazy. It's such a disconnect. I can't understand it. And this anniversary of September 11th is always such an incredible reminder to me that no matter what people live through, they imagine that this stuff in the past was legitimate. And to the extent that they find out there's stuff that's not legitimate in other countries, it doesn't affect the fact that they continue to believe their own country's fairy tales about the founding. Every country believes it was founded in this fantastic thing to help the people. That's the story they always tell them. And of course, it's obvious from here when you look at other countries that it's crap. But the people look at their own country and they can't see it. How do you get all these people to sign up to go fight for their countries? How? Because they don't have any idea what their country is. They don't understand what they're fighting for. They are being used. They have in their own mind what they're fighting for. And the people running things laugh and use them. That's why Henry Kissinger said that military men are dumb, stupid creatures. They're to be used. Now, I don't personally think they're dumb, stupid creatures. I think they're incredibly naive believers. That's what I think. And tons of them do turn. Smedley Butler wrote War is a Racket. What else do you need? Go read it. It's like 90 pages or something. There's nothing to it. It explains it all. Tells them that war was a racket. It was a racket the entire time he served from the late 19th century forward. It was all a racket. He saw it all. He's the most decorated general around. Think it's gotten better? Social Security, was that a scam? Look how it's remembered. Look how it's talked about. Medicare, Medicaid, look at it all. Look at anything. Space Force, the EPA, Department of Education, Department of Energy. Is there anything? CDC, NIH, (laughs) FDA. Is there anything that's not the exact opposite? A total load of shit. No, it's all complete crap. Like I said, they can't even be honest about the food pyramid. Yet, those same people who will bitch and moan endlessly with the con-cons about what the liberals are doing believe somehow in this fairy tale about these lily-white founders helping us and helping everybody else. These super-rich people (laughs) who there's endless evidence they were a bunch of Masons. Endless evidence that they were a bunch of Masons scamming. But, you know, you can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. You're not allowed to talk about it. It's all covered up. There's absolutely no officialdom about it. So, (sighs) 
This is the problem I have with trying to reach people is that no matter how much the fakery is right in their face today, you give them something from the past and they're all oh, that's impossible. Everybody would know. It's like, dude, <laughs> uh, tons of people knew. And the difference was there's no internet back then. So just anybody couldn't post some shit on a website and you could go find it. They had to be able to get a book published and it was expensive and complicated, and not that easy. So they, you know, they print out these pamphlets and those things all get lost and taken out of circulation. People still think the Smithsonian Institution is there to help people. The Smithsonian Institution was founded to go out and pick up artifacts that didn't fit with the phony baloney narrative that they told about going across this country or it was empty. When it's obvious as hell, there was huge amounts of structures built all over the place. And they went out there and they covered them up with all sorts of stories and all these other artifacts they found, they simply took them back to the Smithsonian and lost them. The exact same way the Vatican went around for hundreds and hundreds of years and picked up artifacts and books and buried them in the Vatican. This is what they do. They have an organized system. These people don't have to work. They have family wealth. See, average people cannot relate to that. They cannot relate to it. And it's just very frustrating to me to see something this obvious, this blatant, and still have to fight with people about it. I just, I'm just running out of steam to fight with these people in any form or fashion or to feel any kind of obligation to help them. People who want help, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help them kind of step through the pieces of, of the complication. But when people push back against me on this crap, I just don't have any interest. I literally just leave the conversation and on social media, if they are arrogant and they are misinterpreting what I said and pushing back with constitutional conservative horseshit. I just block them. I just block them. I know they're not reachable. See, I know they're not reachable. People who are reachable are fine. And people are welcome to disagree with me. They are. Anyone who follows me knows that. But please don't tell me that I need to go do my research and then cite some horseshit that is just the most official dumb nonsense, as though that is something I would have been unaware of. <laughs> uh... You see, the problem is unless people are willing to acknowledge the situation we're in, there's absolutely no way to fix it. See, if you can't acknowledge that the system we're in is complete shit, a total tyranny that is locking us down in an electronic prison and it's going to be finished soon and that it never had good intentions and that whatever good intentions existed in whatever the founders were, completely and totally wiped out by the Civil War. Utterly impossible to have a voluntary union held together with the Civil War. Totally impossible. I could give you list after list of things that make it completely impossible for there to ever be any kind of benefit of the doubt to the system at all at this point. Not any type of benefit of the doubt. And September 11th just brings it up every year that every single person toes the line. Every single person in media. Every single person in politics. Every single person in academia. They all toe the line. Because they're totally dependent upon this fake money system that controls it all. And that did not exist when our country was founded. There were tons and tons of people, individuals, who could go out and get land. And when they cut that off, then they realized we're screwed. And they wanted to go out and get land. And they wanted to be free. They had an opportunity. And the alignment of the rich people who wanted more land and the individuals who wanted more land was there. And now there is no alignment. There is no alignment. It's all phony. It's all fake. The rich people want to suck off of this fake money system. And the individuals get screwed. 
Just look at the insane inflation going on when you go to the supermarket. It is mind-bending how expensive this stuff is. Everything has gotten so crazily expensive. And what are they telling us? They're telling us inflation's under control. Then they want to blame Trump or they want to blame Biden. The system is the fake money system. Nobody is out there talking about the completely and totally unconstitutional Federal Reserve System with legal tender laws. Nobody. I'm the only person that ever speaks about it, and I am so far from mainstream. (laughs) I'm so suppressed. You see, we can't fix it if we don't talk about the real problems. As long as people are going to insist that our founding was some holy event, these founders had such fantastic views, and the Constitution is this incredible document, if we just use it. On and on. As long as that's the case, you can't fix it. You have to first face the fact that you were massively conned. This whole thing is a scam. That's it. Because once you face that, then you can face the very bitter pill of having to fix it. And there's going to be pain to fix it. That's all. But as long as you're imagining this other fantasy, then you're not willing to face any kind of pain to fix it. And that's the problem. That's the problem. So, all right. That's all I wanted to say about it today. I don't want to start screaming at people. But the writing's on the wall. So I want to thank people in Patreon who continue to support my show by kicking some skin in the game. I really do appreciate that. You guys have a lot of integrity. And I know we have fun in there. And I know you guys get a bunch of extra shows and you have access to all the other stuff. And anybody who's listened to all my shows, um, they've gotten quite an education is all I can say. (laughs) Quite an education. So thank you guys. I really do appreciate you. I love having people who get it. And we can stick together and laugh about it. And the movie Jones Plantation is out. Go to jonesplantationfilm.com and buy it, support it, watch it, enjoy it. I play Mr. Jones. I hope people enjoyed the way I played him. From what I can tell with the feedback, people do seem to enjoy it. He's a very iconic sort of cult movie character, I believe. That was my goal. And... I think he's hilarious, and I think the movie is fantastic, and it tells the truth, and it's a great starting point, and maybe people will listen. But go over there and support it, jonesplantationfilm.com. Get some merchandise, buy some gift cards, you know, have some watch parties. Show people. See if we can make a dent in some of the people. And I'm still on Twitter. If you want to follow me, I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review on there. I don't know how much confidence I have in that thing moving forward. It's really gotten so bad in the last multiple months with Yaccarino, and uh, they're just screwing that whole place up. There's no interaction left anymore. They're so suppressed, and that's what I was there for, was to laugh with the people about the insanity. So, anyway, I'm still there. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night today, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Woo!